It's Friday, May 27th. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Baltimore's COVID transmission rate is now high under CDC standards. Baltimore County's police department and school system get a verbal thrashing from the county council after passing a more than $4 billion budget. A billion-dollar program to increase the number and mentor black scientists is named in honor of UMBC's beloved outgoing president, Freeman Rabowski. And city residents speak out against giving more money to BPD and development projects. It's the Daily Dose from WYPR, our latest reporting on Maryland's COVID-19 response and the local news of the day, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Maryland's COVID-19 positivity rate is at 8.55%. State health officials are reporting more than 2,600 new cases. Hospitalizations have gone up to 508. Two people have died. Baltimore City's COVID-19 transmission rate is now considered high, according to the CDC. The latest data from the city's COVID-19 dashboard shows there are more than 280 cases per 100,000 people over the last seven days and 11.8 hospitalizations per 100,000 cases. Health Commissioner Dr. Letitia DeRaza has not announced a new mask mandate, but she is recommending that people continue to mask in indoor public settings. DeRaza is expected to advise the public on next steps in June. The Baltimore County Council took aim at both the school system and the police department Thursday as it passed the $4.8 billion county budget for the coming fiscal year. WYPR's John Lee reports. Council members, including Republican David Marks, griped that both police precincts and school classrooms are understaffed. These two issues, public safety and public schools, are, are undermining the sense of confidence many people have in local government. Council members want the police and the schools to rethink how they hire people. They have a major beef about the shortage of drivers causing a chronic problem of late or no-show school buses. In his critique, Democrat Tom Quirk gave a shout-out to how well County Health Officer Dr. Gregory Branch has handled the COVID response. I almost would hope we could put Dr. Branch in charge of school buses because he can can fix it. Believe me, he can fix it. The county council made no cuts to the county executive's budget. They also did not change the property tax rate. John Lee, WIPR News. A Baltimore jury has returned a not guilty verdict in the murder case of a Safe Streets leader. The jury took about two hours to reach a decision in the case of 29-year-old Garrick Powell in the death of Dante Barksdale. The jury said it did not find enough evidence to convict Powell in the January 2021 murder in the courtyard at the Douglas Homes housing project. Baltimore Police Commissioner Michael Harrison wants to know why some names are on a list of officers who allegedly lack the credibility to testify in court. City State's attorney Marilyn Mosby released the list to the Baltimore Action Legal Team after it went to court asking for the names. Harrison wants Mosby to explain how officers got on the list, which he says is inaccurate. In a statement, Mosby says the document is not a credibility or do not call list. She says it contains the names of a myriad of officers, some with unsubstantiated allegations of misconduct. Police in Prince George's County have arrested a student for bringing parts of a ghost gun to school. It happened yesterday at Fairmont Heights High School, forcing the administration to put the building on lockdown. 
Officers quickly located the student and confiscated the gun parts. County police said that bringing weapons to school won't be tolerated. A $1.5 billion program designed to increase the number of scientists of color in the U.S. is being named for Freeman Rabowski, who is stepping down as president of the University of Maryland, Baltimore County after 30 years. John Lee reports it's to honor Rabowski's legacy of creating a pipeline for minorities to become scientists. The Rabowski Scholars Program is being created by the Howard Hughes Medical Institute in Chevy Chase. University of Baltimore President Kurt Schmoke, who's a trustee at the Institute, says it will fund researchers, allowing them time to mentor future scientists from diverse backgrounds. To try to keep them in sciences uh, while making sure that the mentoring activity doesn't take away from uh, the scientists doing their basic research. Rabowski says he's honored and adds it's a statement of what UMBC has done to produce scientists of color. UMBC leads the nation in black undergraduates who complete PhDs in science and engineering. John Lee, WIPR News. Most city, county, and state offices will be closed Monday, May 30th in observance of Memorial Day. Public schools, the U.S. Postal Service, banks, and courts will also be closed. Most retailers and pharmacies like Walmart, Costco, CVS, and Walgreens are open for business as usual. Dozens of residents spoke out against a proposed police budget increase and development projects at Baltimore City Hall Thursday night. They testified the development is displacing longtime Poppleton residents during the Baltimore City Council's Taxpayers' Night. WYPR's Callan Tanzel-Suddeth reports. Over the course of two hours, many residents argued some of the more than $560 million Mayor Brandon Scott has proposed be allocated to the Baltimore Police Department for fiscal year 2023 could be put to better use. Dr. Zachary Berger, a primary care physician who lives in Charles Village and a member of Jews United for Justice, said he worries about the effects of an increased police budget. The police are a violent instrument of control and are not a necessary or sufficient instrument of justice or equity. It is a great disappointment that my vulnerable patients will be put at additional risk of interaction with the police if this budget is passed. Some attendees, including Jayla Scott, a Charles Village resident who works as a community health advocate at the Bayview Hospital, presented a specific list of demands that was created by the group Organizing Black. $100 million be cut from BPD's budget and invested into Black communities. $30 $30 million community wellness trust fund is built and governed by a participatory budgeting process and please be removed entirely from responses to mental health distress, substance abuse, sex work, homelessness, and all crimes of poverty. The other issue that garnered the most comments was the mixed-use development project in the West Baltimore neighborhood of Poppleton that has been ongoing for more than a decade and which some residents say has led to the displacement of longtime homeowners. Sonia Eady of the Poppleton Neighborhood Association said the city's action in her neighborhood, which was purportedly meant to resolve issues caused by decades of redlining, has made residents instead feel more uncomfortable and even scared of where they live. So you have removed all of these legacy homeowners from our neighborhood, tore down the houses, and left blight, more blight that y'all say that you, why you need to come in with this urban renewal plan from the beginning. 
Nicole King, a Seton Hill resident and an American Studies professor at UMBC, revealed some of her findings while working with families in Poppleton during the last few years. Between 2004 and 2012, the city spent over $12 million relocating residents and tearing down properties in Poppleton while nothing was built by the developers. As the night wrapped up, the council heard multiple people give virtual testimony over Zoom. Someone who identified themselves as Baba Tumbe, a teacher, artist, and resident for decades in the city, was the last to testify. With Mayor Scott not in attendance, they questioned the point of taxpayers' night at all. Uh, year after year, we attend these meetings, uh, and city residents come here and tell you alternatives to policing. As many have noted, this meeting it begs the question, how it, can it not be entirely performative because the mayor who has proposed this budget is not even here? On Thursday morning, District 3 Councilman Ryan Dorsey announced on Twitter he would not attend taxpayers' night, writing, quote, I cannot, in good conscience, participate again, believing it misleads people into believing their testimony will make a difference, end quote. Dorsey did not respond to WYPR's requests for comment. At the event's conclusion, City Council President Nick Mosby said the council will work to make the budget process more transparent to residents. For WYPR News, I'm Callan Tansel-Suddeth. We cover the news of the day here on The Daily Dose, but it's also a platform for listeners like you. Got a thought or a story you want to share about life in the era of coronavirus? Leave us a voicemail to play on an upcoming episode. The number, 410-235-6060. We've also got a button on the WYPR app, so you can record a voice memo that way too. Just tap Daily Dose comments on the app or give us a call. The number again, 410 410- Two three five six zero six zero. We're always happy to hear from you, and we'll be here for you again on Wednesday. The Daily Dose is brought to you by WYPR, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Big thanks to my news team colleagues, Rachel Bay, John Lee, Joel McCord, and Callan Tanzel-Suddeth. Our digital content director is Jamila Krempel, and our general manager is LaFontaine Oliver. The executive editor of The Daily Dose is Danielle Irby. Stay healthy, stay sane, and stand together. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Thanks for listening.